rock bottoms are an opportunity to grow more fully into ourself, into our fullest expression, to step more deeply into our purpose. They are an opportunity to be shaped more fully into the person that we're here to be, to have the things that we want. Hey friends, welcome back to the Make It Inevitable podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zamora, and today I want to talk about the energetics of rock bottoms and how to grow through them. Rock bottoms are situations and experiences and seasons in our life where it feels like the rug has been pulled out from underneath us. We've lost our footing. We've lost our sense of safety and security. We've lost our sense of worth and deservingness. We've lost our sense of self. And that can happen from different challenging chapters and big life transitions that can happen from trauma, loss, so many different things that just shake our foundation and shake our sense of self. And this is not to say that the universe is punishing us. It's not to say that we are causing rock bottoms to happen, but there is also a very unique energetics at play when we're in rock bottom periods. And I have experienced many rock bottoms in my life throughout throughout the course of time, throughout the course of evolution and growth. And the most significant was my loss, my traumatic loss. I was in a very growth-oriented and expansive place at the end of 2014. I was really focused on stepping more deeply into my calling, my purpose work. And I felt very called to expand. And to grow and to become more of myself. And I thought intellectually that that would look a certain way, that that would look like making more money in the ways that I already was, growing my business on top of how it had already grown, having more friends, having more opportunities, having more of a public presence. And instead, I experienced a very traumatic loss. And at the time, I did not understand the energetics piece. I was very just knocked over by that loss. And it really not only ripped the rug out from under me and shook the foundation, but shifted my center of gravity. Because when the ground shifts beneath our feet, our center of gravity shifts with it. That means that it's hard for us to orient to ourselves. It's hard for us to find our footing, to find a sense of steadiness, to even find alignment because everything has moved. So even if everything around you has stayed the same, it becomes very difficult to reorient to things and even to reorient to yourself because these, especially these really big traumatic losses and experiences, and even those big life transitions that just alter us so deeply, like divorce or even being laid off, being fired, choosing to leave a job, choosing to move across country away from your family. These can alter us so deeply and so quickly that it's very difficult to really feel a strong sense of self to really be able to come from an anchored place of alignment. So rock bottoms shake our sense of security, our sense of self, our sense of self-worth. And it feels like we've just taken a big tumble and we've hit the ground and we don't quite know where to go from there. And it can feel like no matter how hard we fight, no matter how hard we claw, We can't seem to get back up. We can't seem to get back into motion. And even if we can find the energy and we can find something inside of us to start pulling our way forward, we don't know where we're going. We don't feel secure in ourselves or in our life or in our relationships or in our work or our finances. And often what it is that we go through 
shakes up our sense of self-worth. I know for me, that particular rock bottom experience really shook my sense of self-worth because it was a suicide loss after, right after I ended a two-year relationship. And I really bore the burden of blame and guilt and shame from that and felt it from other people in his life very momentarily. There was a lot of clarification that came as we all got to know each other and got to know what was really going on for him and in his life. And still, though, I felt like I could have done something differently. Or if I hadn't ended the relationship, he might still be alive. If I had spoken to him in this way and not that way, maybe he'd still be here. If I had done this and not that. And I felt to blame. I felt guilty. I felt like a worthless human who didn't deserve happiness, didn't deserve success, didn't deserve to be healthy, to be okay, to have anything. I felt incredibly worthless. So my self-worth just plummeted right after he died. And that led me into a series of rock bottom experiences. I got into an abusive relationship with an addict, which further (laughs) tanked whatever self-worth I had left and started to have really severe health issues. I've talked on the show a lot about this journey. I had dysphagia, the inability to swallow, intense panic attacks, adrenal fatigue, a lot of pain, like searing pain in my back and hips, and had a financial rock bottom, a health rock bottom, and just this series of bottoming out more and more, having my sense of self, my sense of self-worth, my foundation in life, my ability to align and be oriented to myself and everything around me just continually ripped out from under me. And whatever might have been left, whatever residual pieces of the floor that had been there just continued to be ripped out. And so these experiences really shook up my self-worth. And when we don't feel worthy and we're not in alignment, we start to stagnate. Our life begins to stall out. Things stop flowing. We stop being magnetic, attracting things to us, being in resonance with the things that are right for us. And we start resonating with different people and different experiences. So these rock bottom experiences shake our foundation, our sense of self and our sense of self-worth. And we've talked a lot on the show about what it means to be magnetic, what it means to become a clearing for what it is that you want to come into your world, to come into your life. And that requires high self-worth. I will link to the episode where we talk specifically about self-worth because it's so important. But just know if you're, if you're experiencing a rock bottom, whatever has happened, if it's a big, big life transition that maybe you chose, or maybe it was thrust upon you. If it was a trauma, if it was abuse, if your health is crashing, if your finances are drying up or have been drained completely, if you feel like everything has just shifted and shifted quickly. And like you're at the bottom of the bottom in that experience. Check in with your sense of self-worth. Does it make you feel less worthy and deserving of good things, of the things that you desire? Is it causing you to tell stories about yourself and tell stories about what's happening, interpreting what's happening, telling stories about what's happening? Because when we get into those stories, what do we do? We activate our core wounding. We activate our winning strategies. And when these things are activated, we tend to spiral. We tend to reinforce the belief that only some things are within our reach. Some things are possible and others are not. Not only that, but we're telling a story about ourselves of, I'm a piece of crap. I'm worthless. I'm not good enough. I knew I could never because I'm not smart enough. 
I don't deserve these things. They treated me that way because of X, Y, Z about myself. We feel shame about who we are. We feel like we, we don't deserve for anything to get better, for anything to be different, or that we deserved what has happened. And sometimes we will even go as far as to start telling stories about the universe is punishing me. The universe doesn't want me to be happy. Life is out to get me. Other people are more deserving, more worthy, more capable of having good things, but not me. And that's not what's happening. So let's talk about rock bottom energetics. Rock bottoms are an opportunity to grow more fully into ourself, into our fullest expression, to step more deeply into our purpose. They are an opportunity to be shaped more fully into the person that we're here to be, to have the things that we want. Now, us going for something. So me at the end of 2014, being in a really good spot and wanting to level up from there did not cause the universe to have someone die so that I could grow. And there is an energetics at play in rock bottoms that are opportunities for us to grow. So this is a very, I think, important piece to really understand intellectually, somatically, spiritually, all parts of us to really understand that this is not about saying it was good that the bad thing happened. It was necessary for the bad thing to happen. It's not about bypassing how challenging and terrible and horrific a lot of these rock bottom experiences can be. I think that that is very harmful thinking, very damaging in a multitude of ways, because we start to think that we invited it, that something horrible had, has to happen, had to happen for us to become who we're here to be, for us to live our purpose. And that's not true. And we start to bypass over all of the very human, very important emotional pieces of these rock bottom experiences that we go through. So rather than grieving, rather than facing the trauma, feeling through everything that's here, letting ourselves fall apart as much as we might need to, like unravel and come undone so that we can start to reorient and reconfigure and grow through this when the time is right, we bypass all of that. We go right into everything happens for a reason. The universe is just shaping me. The universe is just giving me a test and an opportunity to grow. It is an opportunity to grow. But we don't want to bypass the hard parts of these experiences. And I've written about this a lot. I've talked about this a lot. I recommend if you're interested in the story and my process of going through healing from a really traumatic, tragic experience, I really recommend reading my memoir. I lay out everything that I went through all the ways that I navigated my way through what was hard and what hurt, what was awful and uncomfortable and felt impossible to get to a place of being able to make meaning that made sense for me from the experience without washing over, bypassing, dismissing the fact that it is horrible and awful that somebody died. So this is a delicate balance that we have to hold. And there can be a lot of rhetoric in the manifestation and the personal growth and the spiritual communities to just immediately see everything as a divine agreement. 
We came into this life. We chose every obstacle that's in front of us. This is the universe giving us tests, helping us grow, shaping us. There is a spiritual element. There are some things that are divinely orchestrated. There are many things that are spiritually guided. The universe is always shaping us. Life is always shaping us. And there is a very real human element to our experiences. And that human element is crazy and chaotic. And a lot of people who are hurt and wounded just slamming into each other left and right, leaving bumps and bruises as we go. So we have to hold both, which means we don't look at rock bottom experiences and bypass the human experience of loss, of tragedy, of trauma, of our emotional response and experience. We want to separate from our stories and interpretations. Absolutely. We don't bypass our feelings. We don't brush things off as the universe is testing me. The universe is pushing me to grow. It's shaping me more into my purpose. That is a place that we get to eventually. We have to process through our feelings, which is what I had to do. I had to feel my grief and shame. I had to bottom out multiple times in many different ways in order to really start to do the work to heal. And as humans, we are meaning-making machines, but we shouldn't make meaning right away. When we do that, we bypass because usually it's just that this is meaningful in some way. Let's skip ahead to the part where I'm shaped and purposeful and, and thriving because of it. We have to feel our feelings. We have to go through it. We have to really experience the process of grief and loss and healing trauma and piecing ourselves back together and possibly even unraveling more before we do any of that, coming undone even more before we can heal, breaking things that didn't break all the way through so that they can begin to mend in the ways that they are supposed to. And then in time, with intention, with intentional healing and growth and support, processing through things, we can begin to make meaning from what we've been through. So I have made meaning from that rock bottom experience, that series of rock bottom experiences. It has absolutely shaped me in incredibly positive and beautiful ways. It has shaped my body of work. It shaped my ability to support other people. It has shaped what I have birthed and created in the world. And that doesn't make his death meaningful or divinely orchestrated. So I say that for people who are really deep in the depths of your grief, even if you're further beyond it, to really hold the duality of these experiences. There are divine opportunities and divine elements at play. We are always being shaped if we choose to allow life to shape us in productive and purposeful ways. Everything that we go through will shape us more deeply into who we are here to be. That does not mean that the horrible things had to happen or that it was good and beautiful that they happened. It's what happens after that. So rock bottom energetics is something that I'm revisiting right now because I have been through many rock bottoms around different things and I'm going through another one. I'm going through another one with aspects of my work, aspects of my health, especially right now, and loss in my life, losing both my cats five days apart, and then going into the series of health experiences that have really rattled my sense of security, my sense of self, have caused me to question my sense of worthiness, my sense of self, my sense of deservingness for what I want and who I'm here to be. And because I understand the energetics and because I am 
very well-versed in duality. I'm able to navigate through this while holding both. Holding the human frustration and emotions and sadness and grief. The not knowing the confusion. The wanting to quit and give up at times with how is this shaping me? How do I want this to shape me? What is the lesson here to learn? Without bypassing. Without bypassing that grief for the cats. That grief for aspects of my health. For the way that these health experiences have rocked my sense of self, my foundation, how there's frustration, confusion, questions, stress. I'm feeling all of that in real time so it's not getting stored in my body and I am leaning into the work that rock bottoms invite us into. And to give another example of rock bottom experiences and how we can grow through them. So again, rock bottom energetics, let me just clarify that again really quickly and then I'll give you another example. So rock bottoms shake up our sense of self, our self-worth and deservingness. They shake up our sense of security, our sense of steadiness in ourself and our life, our ability to be in alignment and to orient to ourselves and everything around us. So they are this like rattling of us and our lives. The energetics here is it's an opportunity to come into deeper alignment, to step more fully into our full expression, our most aligned life, our true purpose, our contribution. That is the energetics of a rock bottom. That is the invitation of it. And when we can go into rock bottoms with this lens, rather than go into our stories and interpretations, we're able to look at it as what is here for me to learn and to grow through after and as we process our feelings, our human experience. We're not bypassing. It's an opportunity to look at What's the invitation here? What's the opportunity to grow more fully into myself, into my purpose, to align with what it is that I want? Because remember, our desires that we're going after, after our big impossible desires should be anchored in our purpose, our fullest expression, what we are here to be, to have, to do, to create. So that's what the opportunity is, the energetics. So at the end of 2021, Earlier in the year, I had ended a two and a half-ish year relationship and that experience, that breakup and the events that unfolded after it, such as him moving right on into a new relationship and me having to face the patterns that I had been in for the last several years with men in relationships and really face and feel the trauma bonds that I had created. And really see that even in choosing a better relationship after the abusive addict, I was still really low. And I've talked about this before. So the trajectory that I was on before the suicide loss was up here. And the suicide loss dropped me and the abusive relationship dropped me even further. And so I took a step up from there into this relationship that I'm talking about ending in early, mid-2021. About this time in 2021. So I took a step up, but I was still so far down from where I had been before, self-worth-wise, standards-wise, sense of deservingness, sense of self, being in alignment. And I had to really face that. And while I was facing that, while I was really doing the work to heal 
from all of the trauma that was still lingering to heal the trauma bond that I had to heal from that relationship, to heal all the ways that my self-worth had been destroyed. To repair that in myself, I really started working on my self-worth again, trying to love myself, tend to myself, care for myself and my life in a way that I just hadn't since the suicide loss. I had to face that. And while doing that work, which was painful, it required me to come undone in certain ways even more than I had and to face parts of myself that I didn't realize were still wounded and broken. And I was doing a lot of processing work that summer and that fall. I entered into a shorter term relationship with someone who had been in my life for a long time. And it was a absolute disaster. It was absurdly awful and horrible and unhealthy and toxic and even abusive in certain ways. And that was my rock bottom in relationships. Crazy for that to be the rock bottom, considering other things I had gone through, the suicide loss, the abusive relationship with an addict, the relationship with someone who was so unavailable that I really, really got to feel and get to know my abandonment wounds. I had to face all of that. I had to see all of that. And I had to see how this last little, much shorter term relationship was a rock bottom because it was this end cap to everything that I had been through. And the absurdity of it, I think, is what made it such a rock bottom because it, it really caused me to question my sense of self, my sense of worth and deservingness, what I should and shouldn't tolerate, what I thought was okay to tolerate because I had such low self-worth. And it sunk me into a depression. It really just like splayed me out, all my wounds. Um, it cracked my nervous system. There was a period where I shook for weeks, like days on end over a course of weeks where I was constantly shaking and vibrating because my nervous system just snapped. And so much stored trauma started moving through me because of that short relationship and how it went. And that was my rock bottom because it really took whatever last bits of self-worth I had and sense of security and stability in myself and just ripped it out from under me. And I allowed myself to feel my feelings around that. I did a lot of processing work. I got a therapist. I went back to my therapist after that. I got a lot of support from friends and family and took the opportunity for what it was. Because I remember when that short relationship ended, very clearly being like, done. I am done with all of that. All four of my prior relationships before that moment, the short one, the two and a half year one, the abusive addict, and the one who committed suicide, it was this string of relationships that were toxic and unhealthy and broke me in different ways. And I said, done. I am done. I am going to heal whatever needs to be healed so that I never do any of that again, ever. That is beneath me. That is behind me. That is a no. And I started to do the work on an even deeper level. So we can be doing the work. We can be doing the work intensely like I was. And we can have these experiences that really just shake us up and our lives up and our sense of security and worth. Like that last bit of rattling happens. And everything that is still broken and not aligned comes loose and we have to face it. We have to really start looking at all of it. And that's what happened. 
So we go deeper into our work with more clarity about what needs healing, what needs support and repair, what needs to be rewired completely. And as we do that, as we start to repair our self-worth, we start to love ourselves and heal ourselves on deeper and deeper levels, cellular levels, subconscious levels, through things like process work and acupressure, which I do all the time with my clients and I do in my own healing. So we deepen into that work and we're really pointed now. That's the gift of these rock bottoms of that's enough. There's no bottoming out beyond this. Like that's the bottom and that's enough. That's no more. I'm done. If we don't take that stand for ourselves, if we don't decide to be done, that's when we stagnate and stall out. And I decided to be done and I did the work and I started to have these kind of energetic checkpoints come in. That's what I call them. Other people refer to them as tests. When old things are still circling around us and they come into our sphere and we get to say, nope, it's an opportunity to check in. Where are my energetics at? Am I going to go backwards? Am I going to say no to this? And I said, no. And every time those checkpoints, those tests would come in and they'd be better and better, closer and closer to what I wanted. And I would say, nope, nope, not that, not that, not quite, nope. And I would do it from a much more steady and worthy place. Nope. And because of that, I aligned with my partner, my person, my match my match in every way, the person that I'm here to do life with. And it was worth all of that. That doesn't mean that I had to go through an absurdly awful, horrific experience in order to get here. I did go through that. I did go through a rattling. And even though I wouldn't wish it on anyone or say that you should go out and find that, it's exactly what I needed to finally say no really done, no more, absolutely not. And to prompt me to do the work, to come into deeper alignment, to start living a life that felt like me so that I could align with my right person versus getting sucked into other people's worlds and what it is that they wanted. I had to do that work. I had to choose to do that work. And it was painful and it was hard and it was frustrating. There was a lot of emotion. There was a lot to face, a lot to process, a lot to repattern in my subconscious. And I had to go through all of those checkpoints and say, no, not this, no more. Close, but not quite. So that I could say yes, and I can have a completely different experience than I have ever had in relationships, ever. So rock bottom sucks to put it very, very lightly. I'm going through another one, like I said, with my health, with certain elements of my life, things that I was already doing the work around and I'm getting this final rattling, this final shakeup, and I'm feeling my feelings around it. I'm going through the process of not storing that in my body, of not bypassing it, of feeling it. And I am looking at what is here, what is the opportunity in this rock bottom. Because when we take that opportunity without bypassing, you can't really take advantage of the opportunity if you bypass. You won't get far with it. If we bypass, we're not healing and feeling what needs to be healed and felt. We're jumping ahead, trying to make meaning where there's not meaning yet. So I'm feeling my feelings and I'm seeing the opportunities. And when we can see those opportunities and we can act on them without bypassing, 
we level up massively because we're, we've gone through that final shakeup. And sometimes there's a series of shakeups like there has been for me. And that is frustrating and horrible in some ways and opportunities for me to see more clearly what's here. This is what I say I want and I'm done with all of this. So now I have to deepen into my work. I have to reorganize myself even more. I have to honor my worth, my deservingness. And I have to do the work on an even deeper, more intentional level. And having gone through rock bottoms, I can see because I know what's coming. What's coming is even more health and vitality, more alignment, more ability to show up fully express and create what I want. So if you're in a rock bottom, please take the time to feel and heal. Take the time to do that deeper processing and repatterning work. And when the time is right, start to ask yourself, what's the opportunity here for more full expression, for more alignment in my life with my purpose, with who I'm really here to be. And there are different steps that we take when we start to do that work. And I'll talk about those more in an upcoming episode. But for now, if you're in a rock bottom, take that time to feel and heal. Really honor what's happening for you right now in a clean way without story and interpretation. And when the time is right, deepen into what's the opportunity here. If this was pointing to something somewhere, something in me, something in my life, that if I do the work around this, if I become a master at this, I really deepen into my healing more intentionally, get more support, whatever it takes, what will become possible for me? What is it that I want that it feels like this rock bottom is stripping away from me when really the opportunity is to allow the rock bottom to align you more deeply, more quickly with what's right for you? If you need support, please reach out. I will leave some links below for one-on-one opportunities if you need help. And I will be back soon with another episode. Thank you so much for joining me today and being a part of our incredible community of purpose-driven individuals. If you are ready to put these teachings into practice in your own life, head on over to www.stephaniezamora.com slash podcast, where you'll get access to our collection of actionable and easy to implement workbooks. That includes our renowned methodology for making the impossible inevitable that's helped hundreds of individuals worldwide get into motion on their most important goals. Plus our comprehensive guide to stopping self-sabotage and navigating the terror barrier with more grace and ease. We'd love your help in getting the message out and growing our community. So please take a moment to share this episode, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. I'll catch you in the next episode.